Good evening. Francis J. Underwood here, welcoming you to the start of the second season of Four Finger Discount. I have to say I am a huge fan of this show. I've listened to all of The Simpsons podcasts out there, and this was the only one that I allow to be played in the walls of the White House. Mitch and Dando I have come to consider as two of my closest friends. If I had to have one criticism of the show, it would be this archaic notion of only releasing one episode at a time. Really? In this day and age, is that the best way that these two buffoons can think of to produce their content? Still, though, sit back and enjoy the start of second season of Four Finger Discount. Four Finger Discount is proudly brought to you by the Simpsons Trivia Nights. To find out when they're going to be doing a show near you, go to facebook.com slash the Simpsons best moments. Four finger discount, dude. Season two of Four Finger Discount Australia's only Simpsons-based podcast. How are you, sir? Uh, well, I've actually, we've swapped sides this week. I'm the sick one. I've got a little bit of a throat infection. You sounded a bit ill. Yeah. Is it from the snow? You've just been to the snow no. again. Didn't invite me, I noticed, this time. Well, we had limited space in the car this yeah. time. Sorry, I should have had her parents down. Oh, yeah. her mother down. I see, that's more um, important. I, I, look, I think it might have been coincidental in timing, but I, I've, uh, I, I won't be coughing through the episode. I'm a little bit more professional than that. I'm still, I'm still coughing... Every now and again. So if I cough, I apologise. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But no, we're battling through. Um, uh, We were really excited to get season two underway, so we didn't want to uh, delay. Thank you very much to um, Mr. Underwood off the top there. It was really nice to get some... It's always good to get feedback from our listeners. What what was he doing at the snow with you? Like, you just just approached him and said... you. Talk about the podcast, and he had already heard of the podcast. You said, "Yeah, he had." So he had a private chalet up there, and he was pretty impressed with um, the moves that I was pulling on both the dance floor <laughs> and the slopes. And he invited me back for a, a scotch or two. Um, and you know, we had a vaguely homoerotic conversation, but it went fine. And and he did divulge that he was very, very big uh, and very frequent listener to the show. So. Many other celebrities at the snow on the weekend. There are a few. Yeah. Um, and about twenty two. There roughly twenty two celebrities that um all, were all kind enough to record intros. So we'll get through to those. <laughs> Uh, as this season progresses. Here, we are going to review episode one of season two of The Simpsons, but gets an F. Now, you mm. know what this episode reminds me of? Well, it doesn't remind me of, but... Season I, one. <laughs> I remember as a kid, I used to love the Muppets, right? Yep. And my nan used to always take the Muppets. They were on really early in the morning on Channel 10. Yep. And my nan would always take the Muppets. Well, these videos, I was going through them recently, and I was just watching the old commercials. One of them was for Bart Gets an F, and it was oh, like, wow. um, the brand new series that everyone's talking about, The Simpsons. Yeah, and I was right. like, wow, that's amazing, the brand new series. It's yeah. just, it was just a real nostalgia kick, and I thought, I'm going to have to convert that to um, digitally and put it on the page so yeah. everyone can watch it. Well, the hype train would have been huge for season two. Oh, man, been? it was. Yeah. Um, and I was, a little, little tidbit off the top of this, so this was the, um, Fox had decided to move The Simpsons from Sunday nights over to Thursdays yep. to go head-to-head with The Cosby Show. Um, so that, Which was the number one show at the time. Yeah, exactly. And I think stayed the number one show. Um, the Simpsons... Yeah. Just, uh, the Simpsons just missed out, though. It was yeah. like a point. It was like 
one to or eighteen point five to eighteen point four or something, something like that. But the writers, when you, or graining in that, when you listen to the audio commentary on this episode, they were really unhappy about the move and feel that had mm. they stayed on Sunday, they could have gone through the roof because they were dominating that time slot. They just wanted to get good ratings, not try and kill Cosby. Yeah, and whenever the new show goes up against the established show, the new show loses. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, the incumbent is always going to be the victor in that case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting that, that they were going up against Bill. And I, I question to post to you off the top: um, Simpsons or Bill Cosby? Who's had the bigger fall from grace? In the I was going to ask the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mr. Cosby. Yeah, marginally. <laughs> Also, it was um. This is also on the Wikipedia page for you to check out if you want to check it out. Yeah, it's the highest rated show to air on Fox until January first, nineteen ninety five. Are you kidding me? What yes. what knocked it off? I didn't didn't say that. Okay, I'm, I'll do some research and I'll tell you on the next show. Yep. But also to this date, it is the highest rated episode of The Simpsons of all time. Yeah, well, that I guess that just speaks to the hype again that they really like everything had taken off after that first season. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think they chose, because it was the third episode produced for the season. The episode one produced was uh, Two Cars in Every Garage, Three Hours in Every Fish. Yeah, no, that was the set. Sorry, yes, that was the first one that they produced. Yeah, and yeah. then the second was um, was Samson and Delilah. Yeah. Simpson and Delilah, yeah, yeah. rather. We know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think going with this episode was a great decision, though. Because yeah, definitely. Bart was the, the show's main character, and yeah. it was a really good... People saw it as like a resp- even though they deny it, they see this episode as a response to the critical backlash they got saying that Bart was a bad role model for kids. Oh, okay. And this episode showed that although he is a naughty kid at school and he's bad, he does still have a good side. You know what I mean? That that final scene, how good is that last scene? Oh, yeah, mean? they really do show him as just this sweet little kid that's um, ultimately, you know, as much as cocky as he is, he finds himself out of his depth and... Every, everyone can relate to that. You put on this face, but then when he has that moment where it really strikes him down, it, it, it's such a, a nice, empathetic moment. Yeah. And, and it also, for the first time, brings out a softness in, Edward, in, in Edna, Mrs. Krabappel. Yeah. Yeah. That even she sees it. She's like, oh, he's just this little boy, the poor yeah. thing. Yeah. Because I think in the first season, the teachers like, at, at the school and Principal Skinner, they were so mean to Bart. Yeah. They treat him like crap. Like They, they were just so belittling of him. Yeah. But um, yeah, as you said, it's a good moment for Mrs. Krabappel. What I like about this episode is it makes me... It, it's, it's sort of the first Simpsons episode where it feels like The Simpsons because it's got the proper opening sequence. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like an older episode. Even though it's older, it feels like we're watching the genuine Simpsons that we all know and love now. Yeah. Because that opening sequence is just so much better than the it's original. instantly more familiar, yeah. I hate in the in the opening like for the original season how it's got the um the random dude in the background eating a hamburger behind yeah. the home <laughs> at the power plant. Yeah. Who did they replace that with? Uh, Burns and Smithers. Yeah, yeah. Just and looking re- over a clipboard or something. And then they replaced... They, Bart didn't get rid of the bus stop anymore. And Bleeding Gums Murphy makes an appearance in the opening sequence now. I didn't spot Bleeding Gums. Where was he? He's always... And Jacques in the opening sequence. Oh, okay. Is that in that whip pan the where they go across? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's why whenever it's a trick question, if someone says, how many episodes does Bleeding Gums Murphy appear in? Yeah. you got to count every time that that intro appears. Yeah, that should be discredited. You reckon? Yeah, I don't like that. That's, Ooh, um, no. As far as trivia goes. Maybe if, our, be- if our sponsors over there at the Simpsons segue, Best yeah. Moments <laughs> are perhaps listening to that, yeah. I would like to know, um, I'll, I'll ask you, Jared, what it, what would you do? Like it, it, In that question, what is your answer? What is the official answer from the Simpsons Trivia Nights? Because they do trivia nights all around the world. Yep. They, they're going to be doing some in, in Australia very, very soon. So like them on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Simpsons Best Moments. They play Simpsons moments throughout the day, like one every half an hour, I think it is. It's a great yep. place. And you'll find our videos on there as well. Yep. And they shared one of our articles, my article that I wrote last week. About the Simpsons house. Yes, about the Simpsons house. The original one from 1997. Because last week, some um, couple decided to turn their kitchen into the original Simpsons uh, kitchen, mm. right? Yeah. 
That's nothing on this house. This was a replica Simpsons house yeah. to the finest details. Yeah. I mean, it was even that somehow they built it two-dimensionally. I don't yeah. know how they did that. That's probably why it didn't sell, to be honest. Yeah, it was exactly hard to get right. into. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But can you believe that article, right, has had over 35,000 reads? Yeah, that's huge for us anyway. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. We'll talk about it a little bit later on. Yeah. Let's get into the episode. It's the first appearance from Joe Quimby. I just like to throw that out. Oh, Diamond Joe. Yes. He announces it as Snow Day, the funnest day in the history (laughs) of Springfield. Yep. Yes, he doesn't have the sash yet though because they they added the the sash later because they didn't think viewers would be able to realize who he is without the sash that says mayor. Okay. That's why they added the sash later. He's a fairly unique looking character. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, okay, so the, the the basic plot is that Bart is doing bad at school. It doesn't seem to bother him. He's just he's not studying. He's not trying. He's just trying to mooch his way through school, cheating, like faking he's sick, cheating yep. off other people's tests. Yeah. Goes really bad. Generally disrupting other people as well. Yeah, yeah. And the psychiatrist, psychiatrist named Dr. Pryor? Is that yeah, his name? Dr. Yeah. Pryor. Says that... My recommendation is for Bart Simpson to... Repeat the fourth grade. Repeat the fourth grade. And that lights a fire under Bart's ass, and he thinks, well, I really need to actually start trying now. Yep. So he prays for a miracle because he's. Because Homer's a bad influence in this episode. Bart yes. wants to study. Homer's <laughs> like, come watch eight movies with me. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Bart doesn't study again, and he needs a miracle. So he prays to God, asks for a miracle. He gets snow. The catch 22 is he prays for snow, but he can't enjoy it. He can't enjoy the he snow. The he wants snow. to enjoy the yes. snow. And it's Lisa that sort of comes to almost his rescue. I mean, yeah. in stopping him from making this well, terrible she, decision. Well, she sees him praying. So. Yeah. So he studies, he genuinely tries in this test, still fails. Yep. And Mrs. Grabopel, she sort of gets a bit of joy saying, huh, you're going to have to repeat the fourth grade. Yeah. Bart gets really upset. And then I can't remember what the historic thing he, he reels off the top uh, of his head. Yeah, neither he do compares, I. He compares it to something about George Washington. Yeah. George Washington felt when he surrendered Fort Necessity to the French in 1754. What? Oh, you know, 1754, the famous defeat to the French. Oh. My God, Bert, you're right. And um, Kupapa oh, says, you Oh, you know, that- 1874. Yeah, yeah. And Kupapa says, Oh, you-, you showed applied knowledge or whatever. So yep. she gives him a D minus. He passes. Yep. He gets to go through to the. Well, he doesn't actually go to the next Well, grade. he doesn't go anywhere. He just stays. Because just... these characters are all in yeah, stasis. He's still in the fourth grade now. But anyway, yep. so he doesn't He doesn't have to repeat the fourth grade, according to this episode. Yep. Um, kisses the teacher, which he gets upset about a little bit later on. But he's yep. just happy. It's just an all good episode. Good, yep. happy ending. Yeah. So, what were your first thoughts? Um, well, you, you touched on this a little bit already with the opening titles. But the, straight away, this episode... If you were just glancing at it on TV, it'd be a lot harder to distinguish when it had come from if you didn't already know. Like, unlike season one, where it's very clearly season one. Yeah. Um, I, I think probably season maximum season three. They really started to improve with season three. Yeah. And I mean, look, if you watch it today, you can tell it's more computer animated and all that sort of thing. So there are differences, yeah. but the way the actual animation is done is. is yeah, it's not it's crude. pretty advanced. It's not yeah, crude. exactly. It's, it's it's well-rounded. You can tell that they're feeling a little bit more comfortable in their own skin, the animators, with, with how they want to do things. You know, part of it for me is that this joke contains one of my favorite... Sorry, this episode contains one of my favorite jokes from any Simpsons episode ever. So that overshadows it just a little bit, that whenever I think of this episode... All I think of is, look, everyone, John Hancock's writing his name in the snow. I, I wrote that down as like Mitch's favorite quote. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that. Why do you love that so much? I don't, well, obviously, the, there's the historical reference of um, well, the fact that your signature is referred to as your John Hancock and John Hancock and the Declaration of Independence to take that and juxtapose that with the toilet humor of him pissing in the yeah. snow. I, I just love that they thought of it. I love that they got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just so much fun. You can tell and he says it with so much joy yeah. is the other thing that I love. Like, these are the 
the people that built the uh, they founded America. They're some of the greatest minds to have ever existed in our history. Just enjoying a snow day, just pissing in the snow. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this episode you can really tell that the writers and like just the whole crew of the show they know it's a success now. Yeah, they've got that confidence to them. Yeah, that's, that's what I found watching this episode. But so it starts off with Martin doing the, the report. I can't mm. remember what's he, what's he doing the report on. Uh, he to be a uh, not a pirate, a, sail, a, a sailor. Captain. Was it a was it Melville? What was the book that he was doing? I can't remember. Look it up. He's looking it up in the complete guide to the Simpsons. It was a Hemingway book. Hemingway book. Okay. Comment. Yeah. <laughs> do some work for us. Um, yeah. Do, do you think Martin reminds you that kid at school that was really smart? Yeah. Because some kids are smart and they get picked on. You feel sorry for them. Yeah. Some kids you didn't because they, they rubbed it in your face that they were smarter than you. Martin is that person. That yep. person. Yeah. Yeah. He's very out and about about being intelligent. Um, the only people I, uh, that I hated more than that at school were the ones that weren't that smart, but they still paraded what smarts they thought they had. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're talking about. Yeah, they they, they really thought that was smart. People, yeah. Kind of like you. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> there was one person in particular. Uh, his name was Mark, who thought he was a lot smarter than me, and I knew he wasn't. Yeah. Um, but he was just was so cocky about things. And then I remember one day in a year eight spelling test, he got two words correct out of fifty. I know 50, this. I know it. Two words out of fifty, and then cried, and that was one of my crowning two words out of fifty. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't what? know what happened. <laughs> How do you t- what? His name. I don't know. His name. That's all he got right. Yeah, yeah, that was one of them. And then the other one, I guess he spelled right no, by first mistake. and last name. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then it's Bart's turn to do Treasure Island. He yep. obviously hasn't read the book, so he's just trying to wing it. Yep. He does a pretty good job of winging it. He does, yeah. And I love that Krabappel's like, did you read the book? And Bart's response is, Mrs. Krabappel, I am insulted. Is this a book report or a witch hunt? <laughs> <laughs> did um, you ever do a book report? Uh, I, I reckon I got away with five or six book reports without having once opened the book. I don't think it, I I skimmed the book. Okay. Um I say so I sometimes I did that by having really really good English teachers who just spent such a great time or so, such a huge amount of time telling me what happened in the book that I didn't need to read it. I knew what I needed to do anyway. Um but I did have a mate try to do a book report off the movie of a book. Um Oh no. Happened to be Lord of the Flies. Oh no. He we had that at school as well. He spent about 3 paragraphs on something that happens in the movie but not the book. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so sorry for the um the fat kid at the end of that. They, they kill him, don't they? Uh, yeah. Don't yeah. they drop rocks on his head? Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking terrible movie. <laughs> it's really awful. <laughs> the Das Bus, the episode, is a, is a takeoff of that. Yeah, yeah. Which is a great episode. It is a which great is, episode. I didn't realise that episode, bit off track, that episode was from such a late season. It's like season nine. Yeah, I was surprised as well. We were flicking through... Um, I was flicking through all the episode lists of different seasons. Because oh, we have a mailbag. It. People have been asking us questions. Do, we do. So if you send us in some questions. We want to start this as a regular segment, the mailbag. So yeah, continue. Yeah. Um, I believe you have a letter for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, well, well, I'll get to it in a moment. But yeah, Connor Lynch has asked us a question that we'll cover off in the mailbag. Uh, but yeah, I was really shocked to see Dust Boost. Uh, Dust Boost. Boost. Dust Bus. Yeah. Dust Boost. <laughs> God, they're, they're taking off too many things with that one episode. They've got Lord of the Flies and Dust Boot all wrapped into one. That confused my brain a little bit. It's <laughs> Sunday. I'm a little bit tired. Um, anyway, we'll move on. So, Bart gets told that he needs to straighten up and fly right, blah, blah, blah. Cut to him at the arcade. He's not studying at all. He's playing Grandma's House. Grandma's House. He's been, what, <laughs> the, the, the arcade game that all eight-year-old boys or the, the ten-year-old boys would play. What, 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 um, what levels does he get to? Like, ungrateful grandson. Yeah. <laughs> Did he take a shotgun to grandmother? Yeah. Yeah. Who That's, wouldn't? <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's something you couldn't... Even in an arcade form, I don't think you could get away with putting on that on TV. Not now, today. anyway. Yeah. Nah. Uh, do you remember going to the like, time zone in the arcade, how good it was? I went there on Friday. Really? Just... I, 
Do they still have pinball machines? I was that waiting. My for, I was waiting for a lift home. Ash and I had carpooled, and she was going to be about forty minutes because she got held up at work. Um, so I thought, oh, great way to kill time. I'll pop in and play Time Crisis for a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you remember when you had to go to the arcade to play video games? Yeah, yeah. Because um, like, because you, oh, we'll see. I wasn't poor growing up, but you, we, I'd only get like one new game a month. Yeah, so they're video expensive. games are expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So I would just go to. I, I love pinball machines, and they don't have any. It's like pinball machines are like very rare now. It's like people don't. Young kids don't appreciate pinball machines. Yeah. I was at the fish and chip shop with a, a girl. She would have been. Uh, she's Nicholas cousin. So I think she's about twelve, thirteen. Okay. I said, let's play pinball machines. She goes, they're boring. And I was oh, like, oh, kids these days. This, this same person, right? She goes, sorry for this girl, by the way, but she's. I show her Dinosaurs, the Jim Henson sitcom from the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. One of the greatest sitcoms of all time. Yeah. You know what she says? One of the greatest dinosaur-based shows of all time. You know what she says? This is crap. It's so unrealistic. Oh, come on. You're 13 years old. What do you care about realism? She, and, you know she, and you know what she says? She said the dinosaurs look better in Jurassic World than Jurassic Park. I said... Liar! Blasphemy. That, that is, the dinosaurs don't even exist in Jurassic World. The they're all computer. They're, they're not real. They're exactly. not real. They That's unrealistic. They don't get it. As she was out here, I said, you need to understand this. Jurassic Park, that is a real T-Rex head. Like That is there. And she goes, I don't care. It doesn't look real. Uh, it cut, is real, though. Cut to Dando and his dog Jet sitting on the couch watching Jurassic Park together while the cousin is tied up out <laughs> in the backyard in the rain. Oh, I was not happy about it. I, I, I literally You're said, not come inside until you recognise the... <laughs> Great work of animatronics. I was like, you need to understand this. <laughs> Nicholas, like, calm down, Brendan. It's not that important. I'm like, it is. It is very important. important. And you got to get him at a young age. It's because she's her... at a very crucial tipping point in her life. <laughs> her younger brother is like two or three. Yep. He's obsessed with dinosaurs. So I put dinosaurs on for him. Two or three, and he's already obsessed with dinosaurs. Good on him. Yeah, yeah. His favorite thing yeah. is dinosaurs. I showed okay. him dinosaurs. He loved it, but she just shit all over it. And I was yep. not happy about it. Do not shit on my childhood. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what makes me feel your... old? She was born in like 2002. Yeah. I was at high school when she was born. Yeah. In my job, I have to um, enter in birth dates of people and, and just that thing of like, you know, they get like 1995 and I, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, well, you're obviously under 18. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> so let's get back to the episode. So um, Bart was at the arcade. We're talking about the arcades. Get back home. And Bart's, he wants to study for this next test. Yeah. And I, I love the quote where Marge says, Soup Hurry up, or we'll get that icky skin on the top. Do I hate that icky soup skin. That's one of those quotes that you never see in other cartoons. It's just so realistic. It's just a little aside, yeah. It it means nothing to the episode, but it just adds that realism element to the Yeah, it's just filling in the details of a family. It's the difference between um, a colour by number and, like, full brushstrokes on... I don't know if that works as an art metaphor, but you know what I mean. Like it, it, it's you could just get you could easily get away with that. It's the, it's the finer details like that that made The Simpsons so good. Yeah. Ooh, I hate that icky soup skin. Yeah. That's uh, probably my favorite quote the whole episode, just about. But yeah. y- yours is the pissing in the snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Bart really wants to wants to study, which is pissing in the soup skin would be awful. <laughs> Have you ever had icky soup skin? It's not good. Yeah. Um. I feel like some soups are more conducive to it than others. Like Such a as, tomato, you're the, you're the food connoisseur. I feel like a tomato soup is more likely yes. to get that skin on the top. But what about pu- pumpkin soup? No, nah, pumpkin soup's not too bad. Okay. Um, in my experience, anyway, I've never had the soup skin on pumpkin soup. But tomato the, gets awful. How long does it take for tomato soup to get skin? I reckon 15 minutes untouched. You reckon? That's cause that soon. feel like it. Ooh. We should run a little test. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> for, it's relevant to The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get like... 
we'll get four petri dishes <laughs> with different types of soups. Ooh, I hate that icky soup skin. Um, so Bart really wants to um to study. We're getting so distracted, but which is actually ties in with this episode. Yeah. But and Homer says, "No, come watch the eight movies with me. It's eight week." And Bart's like, yeah. "I've really got to study." He's like, "Come on, you got to do it." And I'm Help. thinking, Homer, this kid, your son needs to learn. Ape Week would be amazing, by oh. the way. And they do Shark Week every second month on Discovery Channel. Surely they can have an Ape Week. <laughs> exactly. And uh, they watch Gorilla the Conqueror, which is just yep. a piss take of King Kong, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. And I love when at the end they send him away. <laughs> it's so unfair. Just because he's different. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, so then Bart goes to study and he falls asleep. And look, you just really feel sorry for Bart because you can tell... Although he's naughty and he's distracting in class, he wants to learn, but he just can't get motivated and he doesn't have the right people at home to motivate him. Yeah. Marge supports him, but she doesn't motivate him to learn. Yeah. Lisa sort of gives him shit because she's smarter than him. Yeah. And then towards the end, she sort of feels sympathy. She's like, if you really want to get past this grade, you need to, get, need to do this. Well, and then Homer's just a bad influence all around. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that for Bart, I think it's he is genuinely dumb. Yeah. And this is the episode where that hits home for him. And no one ever likes to be told or like, no one ever likes to have it proven to themselves that they're not good at something. How good is that scene where he says, I'm dumb as a post. Do you think I'm happy about it? Like, yeah. That's, yeah, that, exactly. That's, like, oh, we'll talk about it a little bit later. But yeah. that, that really hits home to me when I sort of think, it makes me think of my sister, right? And this okay. is no, not shitting my sister, but my sister was not not so much book smart, right? Yeah. So she's not slow or anything. She just hard, she couldn't learn very well. Yeah. And I remember being at a parent-teacher interviews where the teacher was just not hanging it on her, but just kept pointing at all these things. And my sister was like, I'm sorry. Like, I just can't learn. I'm really sorry. Yeah. And that scene reminds me because I'm like, and I felt so bad for my sister. Yeah. Because I can see that it's not that she's deliberately not, it's like she knows that she can't learn, but she, it's like she's embarrassed by it. Yeah. And I just, ever since that moment, I've never hung shit on people that, I've hung shit on people that deliberately don't learn, the ones that just go out the back and smoke. Yeah. But the yeah. kids that generally just, if they're trying, learn. but they can't, that's not their and fault. And even when they try, they still fail. And it's like, I can, I can understand, like, if, if you, even when you really, really tried at school and you still failed, you'd be like, then what's the point in trying? Yeah, it can be really, really hard. It, it, um, and not just at school, at anything. Um, when we went to the snow uh, yesterday, so it was our second trip. It was the first time I'd ever gone skiing and um, my Tom was with me. I took on a stupidly... Uh, ambitious task very, very early by going straight to the summit of Mount Buller and well, taking sexy on... Flanders there? Uh, no, unfortunately, no. <laughs> um, I do have a great photo of Tom, though, laying down in the snow shirtless, drinking a beer, oh, cool. um, just with suspenders on. <laughs> um, but, oh, can we just say, sorry. Tom is your friend, obviously, yeah, who yep. comes to everything, yep. including dinner dates with your wife. Tom's a great come-with guy. Yeah. Like, you just say, I'm going to do this, and he'll say yes. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is. Yeah. He'll be like, all right, cool. So, even though we were going... Tom, Tom's not the most coordinated fellow in the world, so wasn't feeling great on the skis so I was like no I have to go to the top I need to see if I can survive making it down from the top of the hill yeah. um, get up there my, this thing was so steep like for, particularly for someone that's never skied before like this is stupid but Tom despite like we're going up I'm like this is stupid he said yes it is <laughs> let's go <laughs> but, yeah. um, so anyway we, we go down um, I fell over once and, and then managed to get my way down to the bottom safely after that Tom uh, fell over twice he then crashed into somebody got yelled at by that person's boyfriend and decided to just pack up his skis <laughs> pick them up and walk down the slope back it's in me. a bit of rage yeah. <laughs> rage more, embarrassment not rage it was more just a fetus attitude and then this is the whole point um, that ties back to this episode he came up to me he's like you know what like before that happened I was only theoretically bad at skiing. Like, I could imagine that I'd be bad. But now I know that I'm really bad. That's so much worse. 
<laughs> so moving along back to the um to the episode. So uh, he, Bart realizes well, he needs to study. He needs to get some yeah. answers. Yeah. So he asks Sherry and Terry for yeah. the answers on the bus. Yeah. And they they're terrible people. They Sherry are Terry. awful. They just they've never been nice ever. No. They are just bitches. Yeah, needless bitches. Yes, yeah. and they give Bart the wrong answers deliberately, hoping that he'll fail. Mm. And this is where Martin sort of has that. He's sort of like a Lisa moment towards the end of the episode where he's just like... As a natural enemy, I don't know why I should care, but the information pertaining to America's colonial period that you just received is erroneous. So you're saying... A blindfolded chimp with a pencil in his teeth has a better chance of passing this test than you do. Hmm. Thanks for the pep talk. So that's when Bart realizes, shit, I need to get out of this test. Yep. So he fakes sick. Yeah, I love that... When he pretends he's sick, when he gets out of the classroom, starts doing the dance, and blah blah, blah he walks past the maintenance room, yeah. gets back to the nurse. Oh, oh I'm sick again. Yeah. And when, when he's when she's going through the symptoms, it reminds me of when you remember when you were primary school and you just can't be bothered being at school, so you pretend to be sick. You ever had those moments? Yeah, yeah. I've and and the, the the nurse is trying to say, "Do you feel this? Do you feel that?" And you, in your head, you're like, "Okay, how many symptoms should I have that will be believable?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want to go through too much. I can't say I've got everything because I, I, sometimes I would think is she just reading out symptoms for the opposite of what I've said I've got. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's um, do I? I don't know. You walk in and say, "I've I've got um, a headache." Yeah, and it'd be like, "Oh, do you feel queasy in the stomach?" Yes, you're lying. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, my, mine was always dizzy and pain in the belly. Okay, yeah. Or, good, or, my, or my cough. Good generic yeah. symptoms. And they, they can't say that I'm lying because they can't prove it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do you test dizziness? I was okay. a big one for whenever there was an immunization at the school. Yeah. Then You didn't like needles? Uh, no, I had no problem with needles. Okay. But it was just an easy one to get that needle and, oh, I'm not feeling so good now. Yeah. <laughs> I probably need to lay down. Yeah. yeah. What was the best thing you, you faked to get out of school? Well, when you say best thing, like as in what was the like, worst was the, disease that I tried to pull off? What was the ruse the... that you pulled to get out of school? Um, I used to pretend to be sick whenever the wrestling pay-per-views were on on yep. Foxtel. And yep. eventually mum realised and I was, and then she just let me have the day off school. Okay. Like, my mum was awesome. I got I took a sick day to get uh, to stay home and watch Australia beat Pakistan uh, in the, well, it would have been around 2000 and. 2000, I think. The 2000 Australian summer. That's when I was in grade 6. It was in the middle of Australia's... It was the second, third match of Australia's unbeaten run of 16 test matches in a row. And they came from behind at Hobart. Um, Justin Langer and Gilchrist had this phenomenal partnership. And it was a game... Like, if you don't understand cricket... um, it, it was just, picture any sport where you've come from so far behind, there is no way that you should possibly be able to win. It's like in a game of tennis, being down two sets to love and five games to love in the third set and then turning it around and winning. Um, that day, I managed to, when I started to learn that I could act, actually, was yeah. by just, I started to think about being sick so hard that it actually started to genuinely make me sick. Did you ever try and make your forehead really hot? Oh, I went the other way. I was really good at making my face drain in colour. I'd be able to really? look pale. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't... I wouldn't eat for I, three months. <laughs> in preparation for a sick day. <laughs> no, I just started to get really worried about things. And then that would make my stomach go a little bit. And then as my stomach went, I'd focus on the fact that my stomach was not feeling so great. And then like my, that would start to make my face kind of go a little bit pale. And and from there, I, you know, the teachers were putty in my hands. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I used to fake days off school. For me, around about, say, 11 o'clock was when I'd start to turn around 
and I could start acting normal again. Yeah. Because you can't just act like you're fine once you've realised that you're not going to school. Yeah. You've no. got to still pretend that you're still sick for a bit longer. Yeah. Mum goes Until to work. It, Nan's yeah. babysitting you and you're like, oh, I feel a bit better. Oh, yeah. Can I have something to eat, please? Nan, yeah, I'll make some toast for you. Have some toast. Yeah. Yeah, that made me feel a bit yeah. better. All right. Yeah. Now, just some all right, plain toast. on. Like, get, get the craft kit out. I'm going to watch Art Attack. I'm fine now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I was... You had to wait until... If you got better too quickly, they'd send you back. Yes. Yeah, to get past that threshold. <laughs> I remember once that mum, I, I, I was getting a day off school and pretending to be sick and I fell for the trap of pretend, like, I just I snapped out of it straight away. Oh no. Mum's like, you're not sick. And I was like, no, I am. I am. I am. She's like, no, you're not sick. You're going to school. Ah, and that was like the worst day of my life. I remember, yeah, oh. you've been cold on yeah. it. <laughs> and I learned from that. I learned from that big time. So getting back to the Simpsons episode, so Bart, he's faked he's sick, he goes home. He's um home has to carry the TV up the stairs because Bart's feeling yep. better, blah, blah, blah. He's getting all this food. Yeah. And he calls up Millhouse for Millhouse's answer to the test. Yeah. Hey, Millhouse, what I miss in school today? Nothing much. Lewis made Richard laugh milk through his nose. Well, you don't say. What about that history test, huh? Piece of cake, huh? So listen, what'd you get for number one? Uh-huh. Number two? Oh, yeah, that seems right. A great setup for a gag where... He does the test the next day. He's all confident about it. Yeah. Like, this test is worse than Millhouse's exam. Such a good setup. And, like, it comes out of nowhere, that gag, but it's so funny. Yeah, very good. Okay, so because he's failed this test, they then go to the um to the professor's or the doctor's office, and this is where Pryor says... As shameful and as emotionally crippling as it may be, I'm afraid my recommendation is for Bart Simpson to repeat the fourth grade. Repeat the fourth grade. Repeat the fourth grade. And that really upsets Bart. Yeah. And that's when Bart has his real begging moment. Yes. And it reminds me of parent-teacher interviews. Yeah. That, that, that scene where even though you knew you were a good kid and you were good at school, there's a small part of you that was nervous. You're like, oh God, I hope I haven't done something wrong. I always had a couple of teachers that I knew would not go well. Really? And for those ones, I tend to just not give the the request for an interview slipped back <laughs> and then I'd tell my dad oh, I'm really sorry they were booked out in those times yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but what, what hey my science worst? teacher he's available what were your worst subjects at school uh, I wasn't so much that I had bad subjects I just had teachers I didn't get it along with my um, worst my, I was I didn't like science never have liked science okay. I don't know what it is I just wasn't a science kid yeah. you, were you a science kid were you uh, naturally a science kid and uh, see originally I had a really shitful English teacher um like, if I lost respect for a teacher, then that was me done. So, early on, I had a really good maths teacher and a really good science teacher. So, that was what I sort of gravitated towards. Whereas, my English teacher was writing sentences like, the ball is blue. The big ball is blue. Circle yeah. the adjectives. I was like, come on, when, what am I, fucking eight? Yeah. Um, this was in high school, by the yeah. way. Um, so, then what happened towards year 11 and 12 is it started to flip back the other way around. I had a brilliant English teacher. And then I had a psychology teacher that was that just turned me off. I was going to study psychology. I was really set to do that out of university. Then in year 11, I had a teacher where I asked a question about Freud and what you know, I can't remember the exact thing, but I was just asking, like, oh, but wouldn't that, couldn't that potentially mean this? And rather than engage conversation, her response was, look, the test is based off the book, so you just need to know what the book says. And I'm like, well, that's, you know, great. That's real fucking inspiring. Yeah. That's the end of psychology for me. And then, yeah, I, yeah went more down the English path and creative work. But yeah. Media was always my thing. I loved okay. media. I did yep. year 12 media and year 10. Wow, that's pretty solid. And got the best score. Yeah. All cool. the year 12s. Yeah. And that was like... Did you do the, the typical... Well, I do it in year 11. You were 10 year 11 anyway. Did you do the typical media studies high school thing of a short film short about, film, yes. about suicide? No, it wasn't about almost suicide. always about suicide. Uh, my mum was... Or, I, I did or it with a mate. Who's or now, about breakup. Yeah. <laughs> I did it with... Um, we had to do it in teams. Yeah. And the guy I did it with was my mate, 
Schuster, who's now a stand-up comedian who does stuff at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, okay. blah, blah, yep. blah. And um, yeah, he's actually making a career out of comedy. Cool. And our whole film was just us cutting to as many happy montages as possible. Okay. So, like, just during a day. You know when, like, you watch... Uh, like 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. You know, yeah, like yeah. using as many upbeat songs as possible in this like two minute short film, just happy montages and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And we used um, You Make My Dreams Come True. And we used the one that got used in Role Models as well. What is it? Mr. Blue Sky, please tell oh, us why. And yeah, I was yeah. like, damn it, they stole our montages. Because <laughs> how good is the montage in 500 Days of Summer? Oh, it's brilliant. Oh, when he looks in the reflection of Tan Solo. Moment. Yeah. Uh, so Nicola first watched it. She didn't know who it was. And now she watches oh, it. And I'm okay. like, and now she understands. And I'm like, oh. My my job here is done. She knows you can't solo. See, my my media studies class was more typical of a sixteen, seventeen year old angsty, moody teens, where it was um, uh, Donnie Darko had, had probably only come out about the year beforehand. Um, so of the se- seven movies that turned in, five of them had that cover of um, I forget the name of the song now, but that all around me are familiar yeah. faces. Yeah, everyone was just that's down um, in the REM, isn't it? No, 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 no. it's not REM. It's um. I've gone entirely blank. Oh, um, they sing. Gary, everybody hurts. <laughs> Is it Gary Jules? <laughs> Who? Did Gary Jules do Mad World? Maybe. Yeah, anyway. So that was your media class. I always that remember my, my media class. class. Very dark. There, was, there was one kid who was just a naughty kid, disruptive, and he was just a pain in the ass. He's like that kid at school where there was a fan in the room, so he yeah. had to chuck shit in it. Yeah. That, that kid. I remember he got in trouble once from the teacher, and he, he was that angry that he flipped his table over. Did a backflip up the wall, like climbed up the wall, did a backflip and stormed out and we never saw him again. Yeah, right. He left the school that week. It's pretty impressive, actually. (laughs) What an exit. A grand exit. How how could he ever come back after that? (laughs) That can't be topped. He's like, I'm done here. I'm I'm finished. I've hit my peak. (laughs) I um, See, the other reason I love media studies is that I was always the nerdy kid in school that whenever the movie, like, you know how a movie will be on and they'll be like, why do we have to watch this? This is boring, blah, blah, blah. Um, media studies I found would be a mix of you've got that type of disruptive kid that's like oh media studies I don't need to actually learn anything that yeah. I'll go there I'll just come here to just play video games or then you've got me saying and the movie that we main movie we got to study was The Usual Suspects like, we could not have picked we had to study on the waterfront for, for one point and I'm like oh it's, oh it's a good movie but it's so old I could have been a contender then though <laughs> it's um you was my brother Charlie <laughs> I, sorry. I, <laughs> see, this is what I mean. Like, for you, boring. For me, I'm, I would have been like, on the waterfront, Marlon Brando, fantastic. Six months of this, lock me in. <laughs> we, we had, a, in year 10, an English class dedicated entirely to The Matrix. Whoa. We just watched The Matrix. That's pretty full on. Yeah. It was called The Matrix and More. Yeah. And Michael was part of it as well. And we yeah. just literally watched The Matrix over and over again. Now discuss. And just discuss it. Yeah, okay. And so, did you guys get into that theory about the fact that... Um, I can't remember the character's name, but the guy that's on the computer, like how did he get into the Matrix in the first place? Because if someone else needs you to be there to connect you in, then how does he do it? And you know what? does that I mean that he's more rem- powerful than Neo in the first place? I can't even remember the movies that much. I watched it that many times and I've just like blocked it out. Yeah. The first one was good. Second one was like, yeah, all right. Third one. Oh, boy. What third one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, this, as we said, this this scene here is one of the best scenes in the episode where you genuinely feel sorry for Bart, where yeah. he, he admits that he's dumb and he knows he's dumb. Why are you pointing it out to me? Like, why are you being so cruel? I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm dumb. What do you want me to do about it? Yeah. Okay, okay. Why are we dancing around the obvious? I know it, you know it. I am dumb, okay? Dumb as a post. Think I'm happy about it? There, there, Bart. It reminded me of my sister at that parent-teacher interview. And yep. just, it always reminds me of that one moment and I've... That was one of the first times in my life that I really felt sorry for my sister. Yeah. Because um, I always looked at her, because I was the smart one of the family, the smart kid, I always looked at her like, 
Just try, you dickhead. Like, just get, just study and you'll be fine. When you're a kid, it's hard to see things from someone else's point of view. So, yeah, you are like, it's easy. What the fuck's your problem? Like, when you just get something and someone else doesn't, you're like, what the hell? Come on. Like, A squared plus B squared equals C squared. It's not that fucking complicated. It is what it is. But then when you ever come across something when you're in the other shoes, and I guess with time you start to understand a little bit more that, no, sometimes your brain just isn't built the way that it needs to be to be able to comprehend that. That's one of my biggest flaws and I'm still like it and I, it, it shits me that I, cause I, just, I just can't get out of it but hmm. I learn things really quickly. Yep. I, I just catch on. If I, if I want to be good at something, I usually can pick it up and I, I know if I, if I, I know that within like half an hour if I can't pick it up, I'm probably not going to be any good at it. Yep. But most things I can pick up quite well and I have no patience for people that can't. Yep. Like for example, my mum with the computer. <laughs> I try and teach her things and it's just like, You've asked me that three times already. Yeah. Why haven't you I'm, realized, yes, you left click? So, I'm, I'm pretty sympathetic for for that sort of thing. I can slow myself down. I have ba- I've, really low, I've got my dad's patience. Yeah, I have tough. such low patience. Yeah. It's a challenging thing to do. It's a, it's, a, it's another skill to be able to go slow, slowly than, more slowly than you're used to going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, in this scene, we learn that Bart's got Homer's gene, but blah, 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 blah. One of his problems may be his short attention span, which can lead to blah, 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 I love Homer's misguided attempt at looking on the bright side with that. And if you don't, at least you'll be bigger than the other kids. Homer seems to always look at things from the bright side. Yeah. He gets a shit situation, he's like, eh, you know, yeah, could be worse. Yeah, exactly. But then he loses the plot over the most trivial things. Yeah. Speaking of trying to put together a barbecue, uh, now, yeah. Now that scene we're going to be mentioning a, segue. a little bit, a little bit later on because one of the shout outs, somebody, uh, Brody Hopkins wanted us to find out whether when he says Le Grill, what's the French what, translation? Yeah, what is yeah. the French translation? Well, we're going to tell you that at the end of the episode. Yep. So stay tuned for that. Sticking two Bart gets an F though. I love this episode by the way. Like I'm having a genuine good time talking about it. Bart prays for the miracle because he knows he's basically rooted. He's fucked. Yeah, he's, he's got no chance. Yeah, and he needs to pass this test. Just not get a good grade. Just pass the test. To be able to stay with his mates, otherwise he's going to have to repeat the fourth grade. Yeah. So I love Bart's um, vision in the future as well. Like that. Yeah. Um, is it well, the first future vision we've had uh, in the show? Possibly. So it's, I think it's the first time we see adult Bart. Yeah. yeah. It's like, look, lady, I got a peptic ulcer, a wife hawking me for a new car, and I need a root canal. Will you quit bugging me about the stupid pirate? And I love that that Bart suddenly goes Brooklyn in that. Yeah. Look, lady. <laughs> so um, so he prays for the miracle. He gets snow. And I love when Lisa's watching him. She's like, Prayer, the last refuge of a scoundrel. Lisa just thinks nothing of Bart. Or religion. Yeah. <laughs> or religion. Yeah. yeah so uh, do you think that the writers wrote that as a piss take on religion? Do you, think they, do you think they had that subtle joke? Yeah, yeah. I think it, it would have been in there. I mean, Lisa's very much... And as she goes on, she's a... a a girl of science and the angel and those sorts of things. Like, I I don't think that Lisa would have any belief in, any true belief in God. She is a religion. What religion is she? She's, uh, she Buddha, becomes Buddhist. Buddhist for a little while, yeah. She's still Buddhist now, is she not? Uh, is she still Buddhist? Pretty I sure. So. But do you think... um <laughs> Got her a ripping, le- uh, ripping recipe for lentil soup. <laughs> do you think the... The writers really did that, though. Or do you think we're just being English nerds? You know how you get a movie and you dissect to the point where you're like, you're just pointing out shit that there's no way the writer had that in the back of their mind? No, I think it would have been. I don't think it's the writers. I don't think it would have been one of those ones where they're... It's not a fluke. They're not putting the final full stop on it going, ha, 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 suck on that, Christians. <laughs> but, I, you know, it is a... I think it. it's not too much of a leap to say that it is a joke about the fact that prayer is can be futile. 
I just tried to temper myself for a second there. Yeah. I, I tried to... Oh, I better not get them offside. No, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Prayer is futile. <laughs> I um, I love that The Simpsons... Very rarely is there a line, any line in the episode that isn't necessary for something. Yeah. Whether it's a joke or a setup for a joke. Yeah, they've, nothing's wasted. Even though the, the icky soup skin, mm. that's that's still a funny joke. Yeah. It's not, it's not a wasted line. Yeah. It's, that's why I love The Simpsons so much. Um, so, he gets to the snow. He wakes up. And I love how the family's gathered around the um the radio... Wanting to hear the news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where these days, you wake up, you just pull your phone out and just go on Facebook and you yeah. find out or go on Google. Springfield County Schools are... I can't read it. I'm too excited. Uh-oh. Springfield County Schools <laughs> will <laughs> be closed. <laughs> so all the schools are closed and work's closed. So it's snow day, the, the funnest day in the history of Springfield. Yeah. I declare this to be snow day. <laughs> oh, that's, that went that came out really wrong. Do Sorry. it again. Do it again. Um, I love putting you on the spot. You, you do love putting me on the spot for, for impressions. Well, you said that you love putting people on the spot. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> you love seeing people squirm. All right. Well, <laughs> feeling about as uncomfortable here as the uh, last time I had to face a congressional hearing you need, you need uh, what? about yeah. my expenditure of the Springfield Discretionary Fund. <laughs> That'll do. That will do. I think it got there by the end of that sentence. So, so Bart's he's like, awesome, Snow, let's go out and play. And then Lisa's like, I heard you last night, Bart. You prayed for this. Now your prayers have been answered. I'm no theologian. I don't know who or what God is exactly. All I know is he's a force more powerful than mom and dad put together, and you owe him big. I love when they're racing out, Marge is quite... Remember to take a break if your arms go numb. Yeah. It's just, it, like, even that, it's just like a subtle joke. It's just it's something a mum would say. You yeah. Know? It's such a Marge line. Yeah. So Bart starts studying, and I love where he's like, I don't care. How fun could it be anyway? Opens the window. Everyone in town. <laughs> Even like Homer throws a snowball at Burnsy. Gotcha, Burnsy. He's like, yeah. oh, you little scallywag. Yeah. <laughs> it's, apparently, that was one of the most difficult um, like sequences ever to create for The Simpsons because there was so okay. much happening yeah. in the slow transition. Like It wasn't shot, cut, 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 cut. It was just one long yeah. pan to the right yeah. with all this stuff happening in the background. Yeah, I could imagine that. Um, and again, it's one of those things that you screw up just one panel of one tiny little bit of that and yeah. it ruins the whole shot. So yeah, it would be difficult. It's like the animation equivalent of, say, the Goodfellas entering the Copacabana scene. Like yeah. that one guy, someone trips in the background and, and you shot five minutes of film is is down the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to remember, though, that like this was filmed, or this was created in 1990. Yeah. That was how long ago? 25 years ago. Yeah. They didn't have computers and shit like that. It might seem like, oh, it was only like a 30-second clip, but back then they had to draw this shit. Yeah. Like, they had to make it. Yeah, what was it, eight eight months on average for an episode? I think about eight to nine months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's a phenomenal amount of work that has to go into these. Like, this this originally aired, what was it, October 11th, 1990. So, yeah, we're still in the 1990. Fuck, that's a long time ago. Yeah. It's hard to imagine that just how good Com- this... A computer would take up the size of a house. Yeah. <laughs> just how good these episodes were for their time. Yeah. And they're still good now. Like, these episodes still hold up now. Oh, yeah. And it's because, again, it's just such a great core at the heart of the story. It's, it's Everyone has been in a position where they felt inadequate. Maybe not to the extent of Bart. Maybe yeah. not to the extent that they you know, were going to fail grade four. It would be pretty dumb to fail grade four. I have to throw that out there. I don't know anyone that couldn't get past the fourth grade. I knew grade. someone that failed grade three. Oof. Yeah. Deary me. Yeah. I think it was from absenteeism, though. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, a different story, then. Yeah. Yeah. So, what, what are we talking about? 
Uh, so he, the snow day. So he's going, to, everyone's having a lot of fun. He closes the door on that. It's like, got to study, got to study, got to study. It's such a long sequence too. He's like, this can't be bad. He opens the window and that entire sequence all happens at once. Like every, yeah. Everything you see or all happens at once. They all hold hands and sing the song yeah. around the town circle. And yeah. The announcement at snow day. And then you forget that Bart's watching it out the window. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets the, um, he's, he's studying and he gets that awesome sequence. Yeah. The sort of dream so sequence, dream, um, flashback sequence. Uh, kind of cool direction in that, the way that was written. Similar to Marge's fantasy with Shark, yeah, like black and white, but with just little splashes of color to make it pop. It they just, use red, white, and blue in this. Yeah, 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 it just looks kind of cool. Yeah, um, even in Bart's imagination, it's easy for him to get distracted. Like he tries so hard, and then yeah, yeah. look, everybody, it's snowing. <laughs> <laughs> the other line that I enjoy is that uh, I think it might be Jefferson that I've invented something fun: a sled. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love how this scene it really highlights just how easy it is to get distracted. I, yeah. I remember back in high school. I think this podcast has highlighted how easy uh, yeah, it is to get distracted. Like, well, when I'm doing stuff, like even when I'm editing a podcast, right, I'll be sitting there and you'll reference something from a movie or whatever. Yep. I'll go on YouTube just to check it out exactly what it was. Yep. And I'll spend half an hour watching random fucking videos <laughs> on YouTube. Yep. And I was like, what was I doing? Oh, yeah, editing the podcast. Yep. Where people are sitting there saying, where's my burrito? <laughs> where's my burrito? But that's why the podcast sometimes are late, because I'm too busy watching fucking stupid videos on YouTube. And because I know too much about obscure movies to make you do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was one thing you, you said about a Christopher Walken movie or something, and I'm like, what is that? So I went and looked at it, yep. and it was a great scene. Yep. And it was like something else from Christopher Walken. And I'm like, ooh, Christopher Walken impersonation. Ooh, Christopher Walken on Saturday Night Live. Did you happen to know. find uh, Christopher Walken in Romance and Cigarettes? Where he... No. Guys, if you're listening to this, um, wherever you are, when you can next get on YouTube, look up Christopher Walken sings Why Why Delilah. Uh, and it's a clip from a movie. I don't know if the movie's any good. I haven't seen it from start to finish. But um, yeah, it's tremendous. He's telling a story about an ex-girlfriend and um, the exact thing that happens is what happens in Tom Jones' Why Why Delilah. And like someone, he's in, as they're in the cafe, someone puts a quarter in, they start playing that song over a jukebox. Oh, really? So Walken <laughs> starts getting up, dancing around the cafe, singing the song while they're flashing back um, to it actually happening and like he's reenacting it and then he starts singing in the reenactment and then all the police come and they start dancing around with him chasing him <laughs> up the street. It's fucking tremendous. It's going to upset you, but when mm. I was younger, do you know who Christopher Walken was to me? Um... When you were younger, he would have been. Was he no. in uh, Little Nicky? I think he was Nicky's dad. Oh, he was. Yeah, wasn't he the devil or something? Anyway, yeah. no, he was the guy from the Weapon of Choice film clip. Oh, no, that doesn't upset me at all. Okay, how good is that <laughs> film clip? great film clip. <laughs> Just Christopher Walken dancing through an empty mall. Yeah, three and a half minutes. That's yeah. all it is. <laughs> when they pitched that to him, surely they would have thought he's going to say no. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Well, I, how I, would you ever think, let's see if Christopher Chris- Walken would dance by himself in a mall for three and a half minutes? He does like to dance, though. It is. Like, it's a great film clip. Yeah, it's and it tremendous. Just, and Particularly when he flies. I don't know how, but it just fits the song perfectly. Yeah, it does. If you haven't seen the Weapon of Choice film clip, fucking look that up on YouTube yeah. as well. It is great. Yeah. How good's Christopher Walken? Oh, he's a champion. Has he ever been on The Simpsons, Christopher Walken? Uh, they had him reading Goodnight... No, or not him, but they yes. had the impression of him reading Goodnight Moon. Yes. Scooch closer, children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do remember that. Um, so, yeah, so Bart does study and he does the test. Yep. And he asked Mrs. Gabrubble to please grade it right now. Because yep. he, he genuinely really tried. He wants to know straight away, yeah. Yeah. He can't bear going overnight as well. Yeah. Like, you know, imagine how torturous that would be for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, she gives it an effort. It's one point off a pass, a D yep. minus. That's when it really kicks in. Bart starts crying. And that's, yeah. Is it the only time we, we genuinely see a Simpsons character 
really outburst in real tears. Um, I don't know if it's the only time, but it's it is what, what I do like is not, not the, genuinely realistic. Yeah, it's not comically crying. Yeah, it's realistic crying. Yeah, one of the um one of the guys on the show was saying about how when you ask an animator to, to do crying in a TV show, what you end up or in an animated show is that you will often get streams and streams yeah. of tears coming out of their face. But so he puts he's saying he had to put the notation here of one tear. And it makes it so much more real and powerful that it's like absolute wailing, but just like that solitary tear inside. So he's like, like you would in real life. He's trying not to cry. No one wants to. You watch his face wince up and he's yeah. like, uh, it's really, really painful and hard um, to watch. And again, it just gives it, it gives what happens in the next minute so much more power because of that. Yeah. And I think it shut up the critics too, were the ones that were saying, Bart's such a bad influence. There's yeah. no way you can watch that scene and not like the character of Bart. Yeah, definitely. Even though he's dumb at school and he's bad and he's mischief- mischievous and whatever, he's still human. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that would, to me, be in the top 10 Bart scenes of all time. Yeah. For me. What about you? Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd easily go along with that. I hadn't gone back and watched it critically until today, watching yeah. this episode. But yeah, it, it, it's it's near on perfect. Well, you know, the only bit that I don't like, actually, is the line of, I passed, I passed, I passed, I kiss the teacher it's just, it takes away from the moment it, it takes it back into being a cartoon just I don't know something about the writing or the way it's delivered yeah um, I can see what you mean it's very rare that anyone in real life is running around talking to themselves exclaiming something over and over and then when they yeah. make that realisation that they'd say it outside like it's more it, it would be an internal monologue in real life um, but yeah look, it's, like, it's a minor quibble like but Larry it's, Burns why am I talking to myself yeah. <laughs> who am I talking to <laughs> Yeah, I, I never actually looked at it like that. I thought that was a funny joke, but you say it like that, who actually talks it, out loud to themselves? It's not that it's not a funny joke. It's just that it's very much a joke. Well, saying, like saying I pass, I pass, I pass, I can understand, because he's saying it to people as he runs past them. Yeah, true. But then he gets to the top, and I, yeah, like you said, you would say it in your mind. You wouldn't say it out loud, but that yeah. wouldn't be funny on, this, on a visual. Well, yeah, yeah that Simpsons. can't work. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think they needed a gag at the end of that episode? Do you think they needed to... Probably... Oh. For the overall structure of the show... Often, it's better for a comedy to end on something funny. Yeah. Um, it doesn't end on something funny because they go back to the, the fridge and they put Bart's thing up in the fridge. Because we should we forgot to mention that true. they cover Bart's drawing. Because yeah. Bart hasn't got a good grade. They cover Bart's drawing with Lisa's good with grade. With Lisa's A's, yep. And that, that just kicks Bart in the guts as well. Yep. And then finally, he's he got a good grade up a on, the on the fridge. Yeah. Yep. He's like something that he's proud of on the fridge. Yeah. Right. Remember when you were a kid, you do something and mum would put it on the fridge. You're so proud. Yeah. You'd be like, I did that. I'm yep. proud of that. So, um, yeah, so that, that was a good feel-good moment at the end. But, yeah, you probably could have done without the I Kiss the Teacher. But a lot of people seem to like that gag because when I put the a picture lot of, up... It, oh, no, it's, it's definitely... It's a quote that a lot of people like. And I don't think... Look, I, I, I couldn't think of a way to end the scene that would have been better than that. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it was just something that... Like I said, I'm not saying it was bad by any means, but it, it also just reminded me that I'm watching a show. So the scene before that with the, the tears could have been watching anything. Like, it wasn't necessarily watching a cartoon during that moment, whereas yep. that last bit, it was like, oh, yeah, it's a cartoon. Yep. That's all. We've got an entire sequence we need to go back and mention. Oh, shit. Uh, who does Bart get help off or tries to get help off? Uh, Nelson? Martin. Martin. <laughs> that, Nelson. That, that entire <laughs> sequence where he says to Martin, look, you teach me and I'll teach you how to not be a dork. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then um, Martin becomes a naughty kid. <laughs> thought that pushing a boy into the girl's laboratory could be such a thrill. The screams, the humiliation, the fact that it wasn't me. 
I've never felt so alive. Great, Martin. Now, the big test is tomorrow, and I haven't even started. Who cares about some test? Life's too short for tests. Hey, I thought we had a deal. <laughs> the Martin Prince you made a deal with no longer exists. Come on, fellows, to the arcade. Cool, Martin. Martin just snaps and becomes a naughty kid. Yeah. And Bart, that's when Bart really knows he's screwed because yeah. he thought, okay, if I get Martin on my side, he will teach me how to study for this test. Yeah, exactly. And, and then, then Martin just, but it's like Bart's influence on Martin just turns Martin sour, and Bart's still rooted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's um a kind of funny little uh, chickens coming back to roost type moment of of Bart being naughty this whole time, and had he never done that, then he wouldn't have been able to influence Martin yep. the other way around. They've got the really good thing in that segment too, where they're both reading study books. Uh, yeah, they're yeah. both sitting by the tree, and they've both got their books in, yeah, inside. Yeah, like, with comic. the cover inside. And yeah. Martin has Alpha. <laughs> yeah, did you ever do that? Did you ever have you ever read anything and had like I never read. No. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take. So we've covered the entire episode now. So okay. overall. This is one of the best episodes oh, of all time. Yeah, it's I, a good episode. I don't like throwing... I throw it at it too much. One of the best episodes of all time. Yeah. This generally would be in the top 20 episodes of all time, I think. It's just... It's got everything a Simpsons episode should have. It's got subtle jokes. It's got realistic jokes. It's got mm. a realistic storyline, a touching storyline. It's got everything the Simpsons episode, a Simpsons episode should have. What it is is a really great start to a season as well. Yeah. Um, it sets in motion more the direction that Bart's going ahead as a character as well. Like, it, it, it solidifies, I guess, what they've already put in place with a lot of these characters. Um, but yeah, a great way to kick off season two. Yeah. And, you know. well, it made you realise Bart's, yeah, Bart's still going to be that naughty kid. Yeah. But he's still a good kid at heart as well. Yeah, he's got soul as well. And they start adding more dimensions to the characters that they've set up, you know, the set the foundations for in season one. And now they can start to go in different directions with them and, and add some layers. I think that's something cartoons never did before The Simpsons. They didn't build... No, not really. All, all the were... characters were so just... They were what they were. Yeah, yeah. There was yeah. nothing to them. There was no yeah. substance to them. And they, it's only the very start of season two and they're already starting... They're doing it in season one. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just something that The Simpsons just did from the very start. And another reason why it's one of the best shows of all time. Yeah. And will always be one of the best shows of all time. Do you think it's top ten best shows of all time? It's got to be. The Simpsons, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Like what? What's I mean, look, there's a question like that on the spot is different because yeah. there's a lot out there, but it it will have to go down as being one of the best shows. It's difficult to compare The Simpsons to like a Breaking Bad or or something like that. But TV's different now. Yeah, it is, but it's um, it, it will always be remembered as brilliant. And, best sitcom and a of all cornerstone. Time. Uh, see, it, oh, I, I, I depends what you like. Loath to label it that way, but it will always be remembered as one of the best for yeah. sure. Yeah, you can never really say this is the best. You can you can only really say this is not just on the Simpsons with anything. You can never say, "Oh, this is the best of something." Like, yeah. can, unless it's like an Olympic gold medalist or whatever. But well, it's like, yeah, exactly. You're the best at that time. Yeah, but you can. It depends what the criteria is. Everyone's yeah. criteria is different. Yeah, exactly. Which is why, it's, yeah, I, I I sit on the fence a little bit. But that, but it is, yeah. I and mean, I think fifty years from now, people would look back and go. Particularly in you know this day and age where it's much easier to find a show, or will be much easier to watch a show that's fifty years old, fifty years from now, that it'll it'll be remembered as as being one of the greatest shows. Yeah. What did we learn, Palmer? What did you learn from this episode, Mitch? Um, I well, I certainly <laughs> didn't learn the name of the book that um, Martin was reviewing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, um, what is something? This okay. is in trivia. I just want to ask you this on top of the head. What did but called the pirate in Treasure Island. Uh, well, he he ran through about yeah, yeah. eight different ones. There what did he Blue go with? Beard, Bluebird. Um, Nearly said it. Bluebeard? He's Bluebeard, yeah. 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 So, did you learn anything from this episode? Bluebeard um, is not the pirate from Treasure Blue Island. Bluebeard is not the pirate from Treasure Island. Um, I learned... 
I learned that in 19... What was it? 1991? 1990. 1990. Sorry. I learned that in 1990, most... Families only had one television in the house. Yeah, they carried uh, yeah. Yeah. box televisions. Yeah. Oh, man, what a nightmare they were. <laughs> <laughs> um, my thing that I learned was that Otto failed the fourth grade twice. Ah, yeah, right. Yes. And yeah. now he drives the school <laughs> now bus. Now I drive the school bus. <laughs> I love that part where um, Bart's like, I respect you, Otto. We all respect you. You know how you let us throw things at cars and try to yep. tip the bus on sharp turns? Yeah. The damn thing never tips over, does it? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, now trivia time. Yeah. Did you have you worked out a trivia yet, or should I get into mine first? Uh get into yours, okay. please. My my trivia was well. The first one you've already answered was switch to Thursdays at eight to rival which show? Oh, uh, yeah, the Cosby which Show. The Cosby Show. Yeah. Now I had a backup in case you had read the Wikipedia page. Okay. Um, is what is Martin caught? Well, what is Martin spray painting on the wall when Bud is saying, "I passed, I passed, I passed." Ah, uh, uh, something about Skinner. I don't know. You gonna tell me? <laughs> my poker um, face is amazing. You'll never be able to get it out of me. Um, look, I'll be honest, I wasn't paying attention when I was watching it, so I'm I'm going to... I would guess, was it the same thing that Bart yeah. gets caught spray yeah. painting? I'm a wiener. Out? I'm a wiener. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, I, I'm... Assu- That's a good throwback joke. Yes, I'm assuming that it's not the same thing that Bart spray painted, because he's got a spray... Because the picture of Skinner is like half finished, mm. and you only see it for like a split second, because he's just running past saying, I passed, I passed. But um, yeah, so it says, I'm a wiener, and I love when Homer walks past it. He's like, this kid's naughty. This kid's reckless or whatever. We need, yep. to, we need to straighten him up. <laughs> I am a wiener. He sure, he sure is. is. <laughs> uh, so that's my trivia for this episode. Bart gets an okay. F. What nice. is your trivia? Who wrote Treasure Island? The Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Robert Louis Stevenson. Okay. How the fuck would I know that? Yeah, there we go. I told you I've had attention in English. Yes. Okay. So shout out time. Yep. First one, Connor Lynch, who looks like our youngest fan. Uh, yeah, would have to be. Certainly the youngest fan that's paid attention to us, which freaked me out a little bit in that that you, we swear so much and talk about... I've pet- made a lot of pedophile jokes <laughs> over the last 13 years. I, know, I was talking to Ash, your, for those playing at home, his wife, yep. and she goes, I just wish Mitch wouldn't talk about pedophilia so yeah, much. Yeah, she doesn't laugh about it as much as I do. <laughs> um, it's, uh, yeah. Um, but no, super, super excited to have you on board, Connor. It's nice to, uh, I felt instantly cooler. Yeah. I was like, the kids are into me. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Getting them young. Yeah. So, Connor, if you're listening to this, which we know you are, yep. can you please take this podcast to school and get all your mates to listen to yeah, it yeah. and get them all to like the page? Yeah. That, that, that's your that's your homework for the do week kids for still school. Like, do kids still like trading cards? Maybe we could have some four-finger discount trading cards. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would put them on the wall of yeah. training cards in the studio. I know, yeah. um, was it Jeff Edmonds who wants to get me in pog form? Oh, how how funny was that? You actually, the, the Simpsons form of you looks like Steve. Yeah. His name Steve. Um, uh, Steve Allen. Steve Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to try and find, um, there's got to be a way to do it. There's got sure to be a place to make it. If, if yeah. it was making that a cardboard and just print off your picture and put yeah. it on there. Yeah. Behold, the ultimate <laughs> pog. Oh, one of the best quotes of all time. <laughs> just, I got $500 to spend, my good man. What, what have you got, Polly? <laughs> Behold, the ultimate pog. It's such a comic book thing to have. Comic book yeah. thing to have, like pointless. Yeah, and why is it the ultimate? I was actually I was wandering around one inch along the other day. It's Pop Culture, um, yeah. who are sponsors of Torrent This I official believe, sponsors of the Torrent This network. Yeah, I believe you can find them online. You can order online as well. So if you're listening from around the world and you would like to pick up, um, they've, they've, yeah, it's a lot of bobbleheads and statues and that sort of thing. Yeah, they're the world's largest online store for pop culture merchandise. I, well, there you go, and they're um, based out of Geelong. How cool is that? Yeah, it is cool. And you, some like you know, they've got like a life size alien Terminators statues, and stuff. Terminator busts, and that sort of thing. Which I was wandering around, but I was asking the guy, I was like, how often do you have someone come in here prepared to drop like four and a half grand on a statue? Yeah. 
Uh, and they were saying that it's mostly online orders and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, very, very cool. I, I, I picked up a bust of Ron Burgundy, a little bronze bust oh, for awesome. my desk. I think work. I've seen that. How good is it? Yeah, it's very cool. But anyway, getting back to the, to the shout outs. Yep. Uh, a new, the, the newest one, all the way from Bristol in the yeah, UK, Bristol. which is apparently the opposite side of the country to where my wife, because his name is Jamie Taylor. Yep. He said he loves the show. Yep. And he, well, he actually says it's about time there's a proper Simpsons podcast. Now, yeah. I don't like to go out and just play my own trumpet. I think that means we're better than all the other Simpsons yeah, podcasts. But if, if Jamie Taylor's saying it all the way from Bristol, then it's got to be true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jamie is the world's foremost authority on Simpsons podcasts. Apparently so. That's what it says on his Facebook page anyway. Yep. So, he claims um, that he was in sunny England. Yes, I saw you. You gave him shit for it. And I you didn't did. Write back. And yeah, I was like, no. I, need, I, need, I need damage control here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like seen at six a.m. I'm like, well, it's now eight thirty, and he, he replied to your first comment. Yep. Like, with it straight away. Yeah, and then he saw your comment like a minute later and didn't write back. I'm like, oh, he's annoyed. Yeah. Oh, uh, we've lost another one. On, if you're English, you can't be sensitive about jokes about the weather. What What do you, what did you say? Uh, the, where is this sunny England? Where is end? this sunny England? And, um, you know, don't let that secret out or everyone will want to move there. <laughs> like that's, um, well, it is summer over there at the moment. It has yeah, been it pretty is. good weather. Yeah. And, but, uh, and they've managed to, lots- and they've managed to not have any washed out days of the tests yes. uh, in this Ashes series. And, um, actually, yeah, on that, thank you very much for not bringing up the cricket, uh, to oh, all of yeah. our English listeners. I'm really appreciating the, uh, the level of restraint that you've also, which is a real so cricket far. enthusiast. Yes. Well, we sports in general. We've got a lot of fans in the UK, which I, I love that mm. there's just people all around the world listening to us. Haven't heard from Diego Toro for a while. Diego, if you're listening to this, send us a message. Want to make sure yeah, you're still alive. Yeah, let us know what you're up to, Diego, please. The president of... Where, where is he from? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yeah. yeah. The president of Puerto Rico. Yep. <laughs> Nathan Clover. I'm going to give him a shout out because a few weeks ago he sent in an impersonation and we didn't mention it because it was a visual impersonation. Yeah. Remember he, he bit the lemon and yep. did the impersonation of... of, of, Shelby, of Shelbyville the, Homer. Yeah, Shelbyville Homer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we'll... If we can download that and share it on the page, we will do that. We yep. do appreciate that, no, uh, Nathan. Yep. And also, anyone who has any impersonations that want played on the show, we want to we want to hear them. Yeah, Mitch does impersonations every week. Yeah, and we want to see if you guys are better than Mitch at doing Simpsons. It wouldn't be difficult to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to send us an impersonation, send it to yep. uh, fourfingerdiscount at outlook dot com. Yeah, you have the added benefit of anyone sending them in of being able to practice them. Yes, and, and not just be going, on the spot by do then. this <laughs> dancing monkey. So thanks to Nathan. Do you reckon his name is Nathan? Pronounced, spelled Nathan. I think it's what well, yeah, Nathan. Nathan. I'm assuming it's a Nathan, and he's got just throwing the F in there for Facebook. Oh, um, okay, you know a little bit of you irony. Funny factor. little scallywag. Yeah. Uh, Holly you, Dunlop. You saw that warning of Facebook saying, "Make sure that this is your actual name," and yeah. you <laughs> laughed in their face. <laughs> Actually, oh, sorry on that. Can I give a quick shout out to? Uh, I've got a mate who um. You talk about, you know, flaunting that. Michael. Uh, no, no, this is somebody else. Um, uh, has just gone by many different fake names on Facebook. The best one that I ever saw was Jesus Tornado. Who's that? Uh, the guy I play cricket with. No one that you've met before. Oh, this is someone that I talk about. Sorry. No, no, no. no. Yeah, no. Jesus Tornado is... If you can beat Jesus Tornado as a fake Facebook name, I'd like to see it happen. <laughs> Does he listen to the show? Uh, he's watched our videos. I'm not sure if he's gone as far as listening well, to the podcast. He needs to listen to the show. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm editing out that shout out. I'm going to go back, delete the episode, and re-edit it. Uh, Holly Dunlop, who's all the way from Ballarat, which is not all that far away from here. It's no. like a half an hour drive. Awfully cold. Yes. Uh, she says that she heard the show on the OK Games podcast, which is apparently a another podcast produced here in Victoria. Yeah, Australia, okay, cool. Talking about video games and whatnot. So yep. check them out as well. Apparently they talked about us on the podcast, so thanks to that, guys. Yep. Uh, Holly Dunlop says that she loves the show and she's listened to all the other episodes, so thanks, Holly. Do appreciate it. Tell all your friends. Now, Brody Hopkins wanted us to do a certain thing about French uh, languages of The Simpsons. Yeah, he set us a little bit of a research task. Yes, from the episode Mum and Papa, which is yep. I've worked out is episode 19 
of season 10 of yep. Simpsons. They've got a DVD out. Now, he wanted us to find out in the French version of the of that episode, mm. when Homer says, Le Grill, what the hell is that? Yep. Does he actually know... It doesn't make any sense because that's actually French. Yeah, like, do they say, The Grill, what yeah. the hell is that, in French? Yep. So, uh, he, his suggestion was get out the, the DVD and put on the French yep. audio or yep. the French subtitles. Yeah. It has none of that. No, rather we're look- frustratingly, we're looking at it... Look uh, at the menu right now. As we speak. It looks like it's got silhouettes of Matt Groening and two other show producers, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. I guess that's them doing an audio commentary. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so right there... In, in a recording booth. This four mum and pop art menu for the DVD. Yep. It's got play episode, play episode with commentary, deleted scenes, language selection, scene selection, menu. So language selection, we've got the English... Audio commentary or the English subtitles. Yeah, that's that what was we get. It. Or subtitles for the hearing. Which I was really annoyed. I thought every episode had the foreign language clause, but maybe they're just special features. Mm, having not ever spoken a foreign language, I've never really gone looking for them, so I've never paid too much Let's attention. Let's actually, give me, give me the, the menu. Maybe we'll go and I'll check out these. Might have it in the special features section. So I'll yeah. go to our main menu. Doing this live on the show. For you, Brody Hopkins. Alrighty, so uh, there's no special uh, extras. Who is that pasty man on the right of this menu? He's the Japanese guy that hosts the Japanese... I'm um, watching the, the menu, by the way. The yep. Japanese guy that hosts the game show. Ah, right. You know when they go to... to is it Japan? Yeah. Tokyo? Yeah. yeah. Loch Ness okay. Monster just floating through. So we're in I extras. love the uh, the menus on the Simpsons uh, DVDs. There's just always... Some, like The season two menu has got the little spinning wheel. Yeah. Where the different character bodies on different heads. And the discs have the same thing. You can rotate the disc around. Um, each disc has like a character's torso. Yes. And there are four heads in the different corners. They so. really made an effort. But I yeah. think, minutes. I think, absolute minutes of fun. I love how they've stopped making them there. After like season 15 or 16, they're like, people don't buy these anymore. Yeah, exactly. People don't, people don't watch The Simpsons after this. But um, yeah, as we're just saying, there is no I'm going to turn it off now yep. there is no foreign language clip for that so I'm afraid yep. Brody Hopkins you're going to have to wait that out yourself because we yep. don't know how to yeah sorry buddy go to France and watch The Simpsons and figure it out for yourself yeah so let's get into the mailbag call the Frenchman we haven't had any Frenchmen that I'm aware of that are watching the show as soon as someone from France sends us a message and says yeah we like your show <laughs> then we will um, they won't like it that's now. not going to happen now <laughs> then uh, we'll ask them what it is yes yep. so maybe they can tell us yeah um, so Jesse I'm going to say it's Nicolic uh, Nicolik, yep. Nicolik reminds me of alcoholic, that word. I don't it know, reminds, that's not to be offensive. It reminds me, Jesse Nicolik would be like... Uh, Nicolik. It would be a character that Steven Seagal would have played in a 1988 straight to, straight to VHS title. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, Steven Seagal is Jesse Nicolik in <laughs> Out for a Punch. Like, <laughs> yeah. He says, do you think there is a tipping point between good and bad Simpsons? He thinks it was season 10. Yeah, so I was having a look through this. Um, I the episode list up here now. I think from season season eleven's not too bad. It's not too bad, but, but I, that's where look, it starts getting a I'd few ki- shit episodes. Like I, kill, kill the alligator and run is episode nineteen. Yeah, that's pretty terrible. 11. That was a shit episode. I um see. I reckon from season eight is when it starts a bit of a slope. In that yeah, season nine and ten both good. But they start to creep in with a few episodes that you go, eh, they're not great. I remember and, season, and then each season subsequent to those also just has more and more episodes. We're like, eh, it's not as good. And the highs aren't as high either. Yeah. I like the episode A Tale of Two Springfields, which is in season 12. But yeah. going through, Homer is a great episode where Homer's smart. Yep. That's a fucking... That's one is of that where fa- he pulls the crayon yeah, out? Yeah, that's, that's a great episode. Yep. The Great Money Caper, that's the one where the... Oh, that's the Trouble with Trillions. That's the one I'm thinking Yeah, of. the Trouble with Trillions with the um, note. Yes. Um, Not being accepted by the vending machine. That's a pretty funny gag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Trilogy of Error was a good a good episode in season yep. 12. So I'd say the real tipping point was, like you said, uh, season 11 for me, I think. Season yep. 11. Yeah, fair enough. What would you say season Well, 11? I'd go slightly earlier in that um, 
yeah, for me, nine onwards is when it starts to fade. Um, it's probably not... If you were looking for a pure tipping point, it's not to say that nine and ten aren't worth watching, but for me, that's when they start to slide. I think there's enough good episodes for me in season ten for me to say that that wasn't the tipping point, but you can see where it's starting to yeah. get a bit yeah shitter. Yeah. Well, the thing is, up to that, like, if you watch season eight, there isn't a single episode in there that's bad. Oh, um, every episode's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Which leads us into our next... Um, Yes. Have we did we officially open the mailbag before? No. Okay. I think we, we said we're gonna have mailbag and someone sent in one question that was like just a Simpsons thing, it wasn't an actual question. Okay. So we want people we really want to get this going. We we love yep. answering questions. So if you listen to this now, send us in the question, either fourfinger discount at outlook.com or just message us on the fourfinger discount Facebook page, Facebook.com slash fourfinger discount. Yeah. We will read out and answer every question you send in. Yep. So please send in the questions. We, that's that's our next big thing for season two. We want the mailbag to be a big deal. So yep. Connor Lynch. Okay. Well, before we get to Connor's question, I think we need an opening for the mailbag. Well, there's only one we could really have, isn't there? Of course. Hello. My name is Mr. Burns. I believe you have a letter for me. Okay, Mr. Burns. Uh, what's your first name? I don't know. Okay. So Connor wants to know... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Jesse, Jesse, your question was part of the mailbag as well. It's just you didn't have the opener. Yeah, I'm but, sorry, Jesse. We, so, we, 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 look, it's the first time we're doing things, <laughs> and we just got a little out of out of order. We've been going for well over an hour now, so yeah. Uh, Connor wants to know what is our favourite season. Yeah, and you know what? Firstly, I was really excited that Connor asked this question. As we covered off, he looks a lot younger. Um, I'm glad that he appreciates the good episodes of The Simpsons. Yeah, the fact that he's listening to us talk about stuff that was on air. How old so are you? Long. It turns out he's 25. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's got Rob Lowe face. He just he, he got to a certain age and he hasn't gone any older. He just doesn't than age. He just looks supple. Yeah, <laughs> supple. Jesus, that... I'm trying to take the heat off you. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was pretty cool that yeah, you're interested in that sort of thing. Now f- um, we had a look through. Um, for you- me. Mm-hmm. I reckon mine's going to be earlier than what yours is. I can't go past season five. Season five, yes. Is that purely for Cape Fear? Uh, not purely for Cape Fear. It's honestly everything through that. So if I have a, a really quick look through that episode list. So we've got Homer's Barbershop Quartet, classic episode. I like Cape- that so much more now that I've learnt or know what the Beatles are. Yeah. <laughs> Cape Fear, classic episode. Homer Goes to College, classic episode. Rosebud, amazing episode. Um, uh, Treehouse of Horror 4, I don't remember... Well, Which I, th- I, th- I think that was the, the super fun happy slide. Was it that one? Um, we'll find out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the devil, devil Flanders, Devil Flanders, Bart um, Simpson's Dracula. Yeah, the and yeah. Terror at five and a half feet. Yeah, Terror at five and a half feet. So great episodes, even in the treehouse. Uh, what else have we got Marge running through lamb. here? March on yeah, the Lamb, okay. um, Last Temptation of Homer, uh, Springfield with the the, um, the Burns running the casino, the Spruce Moose, Homer and a Pooh, <laughs> the Lisa versus Mel, Boogeyman, <laughs> Deep Space Homer. So many just classic, classic Homer the Vigilante. In this Love that yeah. episode. There's um there's not an episode that I, I could possibly put on and and not love in that one. Freddie um, Freddie Quim- uh Freddie Quimby, yeah yeah Sweet Seymour Skin is badass song. Um, How good are secrets of a successful marriage? Yeah, I was just about to get to that one as well. <laughs> it's all right, I'm a teacher. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know we could do that. Um, so that that's it for me. Season five is an is such a great highlight. It's also got um Freddie Quimby uh with the uh, give me the ball yeah. people. The punch has been spiked. <laughs> One of my favourites. <laughs> and Bart gets an elephant. Uh, yeah, Bart gets an elephant as well. Loves Flanders. Oh, Kid, the, homin- the, the elephant is a gag prize. No one wants the gag prize. Yes. <laughs> Gentlemen, I'm not leaving without my but- elephant. It's, it, it's so quotable, every every episode there. Um, it's also when Conan O'Brien was very heavily writing for the yeah. show, and I, I love all of his um, episodes. I 
think that's a great option. I'm sort of be hesitant with my decision now. I went with season seven. Okay. Because season seven for me was when I first started to truly get into The Simpsons because my mum wouldn't let me watch it when yep. I was younger because I think I've explained that I pulled a knife out of the kitchen drawer, much <laughs> like Maggie did in Treehouse of One, and that was the end of The Simpsons that was for the me. the end of it. <laughs> so, um... Oh, that's really funny. I never had The Simpsons influence me like that. The only thing I did was um, cause a, uh, nearly cause a nuclear meltdown. But, you know, that's fine. Shows influence how? kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, this is when this I first got into The Simpsons. And, well, when I was first allowed to watch The Simpsons. And Who Shot Mr. Burns Part 2? Yeah. That, to me, was like The Simpsons at their peak. Yeah. Like, was- that Who Shot Mr. Burns summer where you had to wait to find out who it was. Yeah. That was huge, man. People were betting legit money on who it was going to be. Yeah. It was massive, but it's also got Radioactive Man. With my eyes, the goggles do nothing. <laughs> Great episode. Home Sweet Home. That's okay episode. Bart Sells Your Soul. Love that one. Yep. Lisa the Vegetarian. I love Bart walking into the um the, uh, the automatic doors oh, that yeah. just don't sense him. Because <laughs> um, whenever you have automatic doors that don't work in real life, it's, it's just... It yeah, reminds me of that. Reminds I don't me have a soul. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mother Simpson, the first time we see Homer's mum. Yep. We got that. Um, Sideshow Bob's Last Gleaming. I just love that he's trying to get rid of television. Yep. And then, like, Krusty's doing his own broadcast. He's like, what the hell? Is that a lawnmower? Yeah. <laughs> Sideshow Bob on a plane. <laughs> um, the Simpsons 138th episode spectacular. I hated that episode as a kid, but I think it's hilarious now. Yeah. It's just an, an absolute piss take. Yeah. Um, Hardcore Mike, nudity. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Team Homer, two bad neighbors. Great episode. Scenes from class struggle. This is this the, this section here is what I love the most. Yeah. So yeah, Team Homer, two bad neighbors. Scenes from class struggle in Springfield. Yeah. Bart the Fink, Lisa the Iconoclast, Homer the Smithers, the day the violence died. Those episodes. Yeah, that's there. a really good run. How good is that that's run? Like very solid. Continuously. Yeah. You had a fish called Salma, which is yep. the Planet of the Apes piss take. Yep. Um, you had Bart on the road. Twenty-two short films about Springfield. Raging Abe Simpson and the grumbling. Grumbling Grandson and the Curse of the Flying Hellfish. Great yeah. episode. Yeah. No, but, you're right. Look, it's almost like a, to use a baseball metaphor, season eight, the way you've, oh, sorry, season seven, the way you've structured that. It's, it's, you've got your leadoff men up the top that are solid. They're going to get the job yeah. done. And then that middle, that core is just some serious heavy hitting power. Yeah. Much approval about nothing. What is that episode? Why can I not think about that? Um, That's not where he's, um, he's getting de- deported, is it? Is it? Because oh, if it is, did that happen that early? It's a fucking great episode if it is. Yeah, illegal immigrants. Yeah, it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that a was great a great episode. episode. I, I love Pooh just taking on the American like American flags and paraphernalia everywhere in the <laughs> yeah. store. Um, um, I like it. Uh, the subject of immigration is a, is an odd one. Neil deGrasse Tyson had a, a tweet the other day about um, how I just had to wait in line for two hours to renew a passport to a, enable me to visit members of my own species across artificial borders. Um, which I thought was pretty cool, but like the, the the subjects for letting people into a country can be so, so not subjects criteria for letting people into a country can be so bizarre. Like my wife with, has to jump through so many hoops to get yeah, to, um, like residency, and where like, people come here and they just don't need anything. And like, isn't, what? <laughs> isn't one of the citizenship tests who was Don Bradman? I have no idea. Like one of the questions on the test was like you know just bizarre. What the fuck difference does that make half, to whether or not someone can we wouldn't contribute? Be able to answer. Yeah, exactly. Who is Don Bradman? <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm joking. I'm joking. Also, we He's had a basketballer, Homer Palooza, and Summer of Four Foot Two. So, there's a few okay episodes in between, like two to say nine. Mm. Once you hit episode twelve to like twenty five, they're all fucking great episodes. So, yeah. season seven for me is the best. Yep, season. fair enough. So what, there you go, Connor. What's yours, Connor? Yeah, I wonder what is yours. I'd love to know what is everyone else's favorite season of The Simpsons. We should yeah. we do a top ten seasons and just do episodes seasons one to ten. Just put them in a different order. <laughs> <laughs> that could work. We could I, do I, that because really though. Any season after season 10 wouldn't make the top 10 seasons of The Simpsons, would it? No. It sort of defeats the purpose of doing the top 10, I guess. Yeah. Oh, you're just sort of... Well, it's... it's you're just, just reordering. Just, yeah. 
But anyway, so we, we'd love to know what you guys think. Like, what is your favorite season of The Simpsons? Do you think season seven is shit? Do you think season five is shit? Tell us what you think. Send us an email, contact us. We'd love to hear from you guys. We, we need to reiterate yeah. that. We'd love to hear from our fans. So yeah. if you're listening to this, please send us a message. Just, just tell us that you like the podcast. If you don't like something that we're doing, let us know. We want to know what we're doing wrong as well. Mm. Yeah, if you think there's anything that we could do better um, or any ideas that maybe we haven't thought of yet that you think could work for the show, feel free to pull them in. We'll give you the credit for it. There's yes. absolutely no issues with that. Um, uh, and outside of that, if you're enjoying the show, and I think we've said this a couple of times, but I'll keep asking, just keep telling your friends. Get anyone else that you know that, you know, that that has a long drive to work or that would like to walk or anyone that enjoys podcasting or even if they've never heard of podcasting yet, whatever it might be, if you think they're going to enjoy this show, please let them know about it. Um, because, look, the numbers are taking off exponentially. Like, every episode that we do now is really starting to grow from the ones before it, which is super exciting for us and we really want to take it and run with it. But, but we need you... I, look, it's all word of mouth. Like, we're not doing any advertising outside of the stuff on Facebook. Yeah. So, we, we need you guys to get out there and, yeah, just just spread the spread the word, spread the joy of the love of of the love of the Simpsons. Yeah, I, I tell the guys at work to listen, and half the guys they're in their say forties to fifties. They have yeah. no idea what a podcast is. Right? Yeah, I no. and the best way I can explain to them is I said because they like the Simpsons. I says, imagine it's a radio show in the car where they, all they do is just talk about Simpsons episodes. They're yeah. like, that'd be cool. I'm like, yeah. exactly. So fucking download it. Yeah, and listen exactly. To it. So yeah. I, I actually like set up their phone. They even had their phone set up to like the the. Music on their on their cars, or whatever. They yeah. know they can do it. So I was like setting up all the. At you the, got, at the you week. work for Ford. Yes, I'll set. I'll set Ford all... like Ford Sync, Ford Technology, and yeah. syncing your phone to the radio is the biggest thing that you guys advertise yeah. at the moment. How the fuck <laughs> could you work for that company and not know that that's something that could be done? I was syncing all their phones. They're like, oh yeah, cool. And they're like a couple of guys listened to it on the way home from work last week, and they're like, that was really good. Yeah, like, yeah. So awesome. I'm, I'm getting the older the older crowd in as well. Yeah, cool. So also, well, like, welcome aboard, guys. Yes. Sorry for just paying you out. <laughs> like, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Four Discount. Also, check out all the other stuff on torrentist.tv. Now, I'm going to start putting up more Simpsons-based stuff because I put up a Simpsons thing last week and it's been gone fucking gangbusters. Yeah. 35, over 35,000 reads. Basically, it was a story about, in 1997, Pepsi, Fox, and a certain building company, yep. the name escapes me, I think it was something in Broad or whatever. Um, Dennis they, Family Homes. Yeah. <laughs> um, they ran a competition where... Obviously, you just enter a code from the Pepsi bottle or something. Yeah. But what it is, they built a replica replica Simpson house. Yeah. Right. To the finest details, like it, it was the Simpsons house, same colors, same couch, same paintings, everything. Family mm. pictures on the wall. And apparently, the guys that built took forty nine days to build, only forty nine days. But apparently, the guys that built it watched like hundreds of episodes of The Simpsons to get make sure every detail was met. Yeah. Anyway, so the winner of the contest had the option between a the house, which was estimated to be worth at the time. At least one hundred twenty thousand US dollars. Yep, or seventy five thousand dollars cash. Yep. What would you take if you won the competition? Take the house. The house. Even if you have no intention of living in the house, which after looking at it, I would have no intention of living in that house. Oh, exactly. Yeah, because it's an ugly looking fucking house. Yes, Simpsons house, cool in theory, looks great on the show, looks terrible in real life. Yeah, it's ter- so many colors, ter- terrible colors. I would not want to live in it. Yeah, but but. There'd be someone that'd be willing to pay you money for it. Tourist attraction, even. Yeah. You could charge people to go visit the fucking Simpsons house. You go out the front like Homer with the trampoline, just bash a sign in for $10 per visit. (laughs) Doesn't he like charge nothing at first to ride the elephant and then he charges more? I think he charges... No, I think it's 10 bucks a ride for the elephant and then he realizes how much the feed costs and he bumps it up to 100. He just puts an extra zero on the price and everyone leaves. (laughs) What is the one where he creates a... um, He's going to create a theme park and it's like a, a, a world of mattresses or something. He's like, it smells bad in there. Yeah. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. 
Um, so, yeah, so this person, the person that won it, a woman named Barbara somebody, Barbara Howard, I think her name was, whatever, yep. it's on, the, on the article, she chose the money because mm. she was a retired factory worker who apparently knew nothing about The Simpsons. But it's like, why would you not take the fucking house and do something with it? Yeah. Can you imagine how much people at that time, The Simpsons were at their peak, 97, right? Yeah, yeah. What season was that, 97? Uh, uh, 1997 was... Season 8? Season 8, right? Yep. Si- Simpsons are essentially at, at just starting to go down. Like They're at their essential peak. Oh, right? it's in the middle of Mr. Bur- the Who Shot Mr. Burns. Yes. Right. Could no, have no, no, re- that was season 6, 7. Ah, oh, sorry, yes. Anyway, so, but like, people... You can't tell me there wouldn't have been a Simpsons fan out there. would have paid you double. What the house was worth. Nice, comfortably. Who wouldn't want to have the Simpsons house? Behold! Yeah. The ultimate display home. <laughs> exactly right. I just. What, Someone walking into a going, I've got 125 grand to spend. What have you got for me? <laughs> Behold! The ultimate display home. <laughs> yeah, so the sad thing is that she chose the money and they just stripped the house down. I, I don't understand why they wouldn't have at least sold it themselves. Of You've gone you, to the effort of building it. The only thing I can think of was it was some, it was like a Bart gets an elephant scenario where there was like, they didn't expect the person to take what, the money. So it was they, like, they gave if the, the person ha- takes the money, we have to destroy the house. They gave the house to an ivory trader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't think that they expected the person to take the money, especially when the house was worth almost double what the cash yeah, prize was. Yeah, silly. It upsets me to think that something so awesome didn't just, get the respect that it just deserved. Just thrown away. Just got... I can't work out why did they strip it down. There must have been a reason why they did. Could did no one want to? Have, maybe they. Maybe no one wanted it. Did they? Well, there's a. Isn't there? There is a house at that address. Did they just gut the inside of it and then yeah. rebuild it as a normal house? Well, because uh, maybe the only thing is that. Well, no, no, because every house on that street looks different to what this one is. So, like, I yeah, think okay. they built that house on that block. Yeah, and the house is still there. Yeah, but. It's the, 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 the ex- but I mean, like, the, so they've just replaced it with a normal kitchen, for example, and then yeah. maybe they've got a better resale value on the market after yeah. that. Maybe that's what it is. If only they had eBay in that day, can you imagine how many people would pay for that shit? Like, yeah, all the I know. Oh, just, a, just a depressing story. But if you want to check yeah. out the article, just check it out. It's on the torrentlist.tv website. We listen to this. Just wait till this is finished, then go check it out. Yeah, and then um, read my article after you're done about why I don't like train wrecked. Oh yeah, people. One woman was really upset about that. <laughs> she was. Yes, yes. it's train wrecked, by the way. Yeah, I know. Get it right. Um, uh, Get it right. That was a mistake. (laughs) Train wrecked? What's that? It's train wreck. Say it right. Train wreck. Anyway. Um, Right, let's wrap this up. So um, thanks to our official sponsors, the Simpsons Best Moments Facebook page. I really do appreciate your support. Make sure you like them on Facebook. Make sure you like Mm -hmm. us on Facebook as well. Facebook.com slash fourfinger discount. Send us some love. We'll give you everyone a shout out. So send us an email, tell us what you think about the show. Four yep. figure discount at outlook dot com. Yep. Or just message the page, or just post on the wall on the page. Just you know how to contact people. It's, it's 2015. You know how to get yeah. in get yeah, exactly. contact with us. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're going to be doing yep. more videos in the near future. Rate and review on the iTunes store, please. Rate and review us in the iTunes store as well, and check out all the other stuff right here on torrentless.tv. Now, as um it was mentioned in the opening intro by mm. our good friend. Uh, Mr. Frank Underwood, President Frank Underwood, for, yes. those, for, the, for, the, for those that are up to date. He says that he wants us to do two episodes per week. Are we going to be able to no, make those No, 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 he didn't say two per week. He Because um, obviously uh, House oh, of Cards, seasons, yes. House of Cards just all drops. Yes, All of on season Netflix. one is available, yes. bang, on Netflix. So, um, but Maybe we should, should we just do an entire season and drop it at once? Yeah, that if, would not go we, well. No, because I don't think our listening audience will be overly happy with the idea <laughs> that we just shut up shop for the next six months after that. Uh, but uh, this is just a bit of a tease. There may be times during season two where we, you know, yeah. we have some time to kill. We, we, do, we do an extra episode and we just drop it without telling you. Yeah, that'll. Ha- I think that's a better way. To, I don't want to promise two per No, week. we're not promising anything. Because, but um, I, I promise, I promise you it will happen once in season two, at least once. Yeah. Where... 
out of nowhere, you'll go, whoa, yeah. this episode just came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely achievable. We'll be like, here's episode six and episode seven reviewed at once. Not yep. in the same podcast, two separate podcasts. Yeah, but- yeah. or just a, maybe perhaps a special interview. Not not With giving who? too much away, but there could be. <laughs> There could be some interviews along the way, or there's a little um. I uh, there's an idea that I want. There's a couple that we want to do. We want to get our wives involved in a trivia off. Yeah. Um. We also uh. I've downloaded the questions for Cards Against Humanity, and I want to come up with Simpsons Against Humanity. So all the answers based off Simpsons um characters. So that is going to be fun. It was my birthday in about two or three weeks' time. About two weeks. Yep. I think it's two weeks from yesterday. Yep. And I may be getting a GoPro. Which means we probably yep. will be filming that kind of stuff. Yep, cool. And in saying that, I'm also looking into live streaming. Yeah, I was about to say the exact same thing. We might try and get a little bit of live content so we can get some listener feedback while we're doing it. Um, yes, or we could even have you guys call up and be a part of the show. Yeah, that, call back. How cool would that be if we can work out how to do it? Yeah, I can, that, I can bring my Larry King impressions out more often <laughs> if, that, if that's what's going on. How awesome would that be? Get yeah. people to call in the show live on the air. Yeah. Um, so. So, yeah, lots of ideas, lots of stuff that we've got going on. But, again, send us in any ideas that you might have as well, anything that you think might work. Anything else to wrap up? Are we pretty well... I'm also... The other thing I'm looking at doing is if I have the GoPro, I'm thinking of filming a couple of podcasts. Okay. And just see whether people want to watch us do the podcast. Yeah. If they do, they do. they don't, they don't. Who cares? Yeah. It's just... Season two is going to be a whole lot of just trying things out. Yeah. We want to just get away from just doing just the basic podcast. It's going really well. We want to challenge ourselves and do something different. Yeah. Just... and. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Who cares? At least we've tried it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Season two is going to be an exciting season for performing a discount. Thanks to everyone that's liked the show so far on Facebook. Everyone that's checked out the show told us that they like it. Tell your friends. Tell them all about it. Make, spread the word on Four Finger Discount. Mitch, any final words? Uh, no, guys. Um, I, I've got a few more celebrity buddies that I need to catch up with. So, we'll uh, again, that's for your listening pleasure over the coming weeks. And I'm uh, really looking forward to it. See you guys next time. See you guys. Shh.